Hey, all you addicts out there, welcome to another Addicted Podcast. We are sitting here in the studio with Jordan and Josh, and we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the touchiest of all touchy subjects. Uh, we're going to be talking a little river etiquette today as people are venturing out to the uh, smaller tributaries. Got some good rain, got some great fishing. People are whacking and stacking. But before we get a little too ahead of ourselves, I want to give a big shout out to our partners here at Nick Wax for sponsoring the podcast. And we do appreciate it for those of you guys that want to Make sure that your Gore-Tex is all tuned up for this rainy season. Get some Nick Wax and they will keep you dry. Keep it reconditioned and keep you dry because you're going to need it. This will be the third uh, week in a row where I say, man, I need to go home and wash all my rain gear. <laughs> <laughs> haven't done it yet. <laughs> nope, haven't Last week didn't teach you a lesson. Too much fishing, yeah. So, but yeah, man, the, the touchiest subject of all, you said it well. It's one. I think this is a conversation that goes on and on and on and on forever. Oh, man. We can do a week's worth of these podcasts about river etiquette. But, um, you know, where do you, where do you really start with it all? Man, I think the, the biggest place we start, and we kind of talked about this, you know, with some of the buddies here before the, uh, we started recording the podcast here is a lot of it's just like perception. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of it's just, you know, these guys that, you know, somebody thinks that they're doing something right, but then the other person is think that they're like jilting them or sliding them right. in some yeah. way. And, you know, a lot of it, you know, a lot of these stories and these blowups that you see online and, and, and stuff like that, because someone did somebody wrong is a lot of it. A lot of times it just seems to be a, uh, that guy's having a hard time catching or perspective. Yeah. yeah. Or that too. Well, there's always a misunderstanding on the river. Yeah. Misunderstanding. Yeah. That's the, that's the word for sure. Somebody thinks they have the right to fish something before somebody else or vice versa, whatever. Yeah. But we all got to admit though, the days when you're out there and everybody's friendly it makes it so much better and it takes one guy copping an attitude to ruin your day yeah. sometimes yeah but you know if anybody i think hopefully what we come to a conclusion of over the evening um in between this and our live feed here in about an hour is that you should just be happy and have good mentality being out there no matter what you well, know, I mean, shoot, after all, the state could take away fishing right away. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like, we know how sensitive. Be thankful you're fishing, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. But um, nobody ever is mad when you're when you're all catching fish, of course. Right. We all know those days when you're going down the river and everybody's got a, a <laughs> eating grin on their face and, and or on their cell phone. That's how you can tell. <laughs> they're on their phone or they're you on the bank smiling. It. They're nailing them. But, you know, I think, guess the way we could really just boil right down to it, like, Starting from the boat ramp on down, uh, one thing that I'll say straight off the bat here, uh, and it's prevalent for, I'd say, like, most in the Northwest, but I'd say there's an invisible barrier about a half mile above and about a half mile below any single hatchery in the state of Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or California, where it's no holds barred. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't. And there are no rules. Do not go there. <laughs> Yeah. Trying you to are in, don't go there and expect etiquette. Don't go there and expect <laughs> etiquette, or expect well, everybody to fish a certain way. Expect a different or, type of etiquette, exactly. Like, because there, there's some things there, you know, like <laughs> with, with, the, with the guys. You're talking like the cork lines and yeah. the hatchery intakes, and and I'll, I mean, the the the, the creek with the a certain color, yeah, uh, in its name, right? Maybe blue. Just <laughs> you know, there's there's different ways. There's different ways of it, and that that brings up you know what I was gonna say is like probably what I wanted to bring up is my first rule, like when in Rome, mm-hmm. do as the Romans. And, yep. you know, when you look at these hatchery areas, you have a lot of people, or not necessarily hatchery areas, but these big concentrationals, you have a lot of people doing, um, you know, fish in the same way, fish in certain ways. And, and yeah, 
there is the there is the uh, you know the original uh, rule of he who is there first. Mm-hmm. You know, always uh, you know they they own the spot. They get they get to do what they want to do first. But at the same time, there is that like I said, when in Rome, there's Roman. So you don't want to be like showing up to where all the guys are drifting and decide to throw out a plunking rod. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to be the guy that's trying to throw bobber right on the plunking spot where everyone's plunking. So there's a little bit of a you know, if you're new to an area, if you're if you're kind of checking something out and you want to kind of learn an area, like let's say you move to the area, it's by your house, you want to check something out, you need to go down there and kind of watch what they're doing. Watch yeah. what they're doing yeah. just so you don't become that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I always say what I mean by that statement mostly is like um, don't go to those areas and then be upset if somebody does something around you or like give in to like, getting into an argument or a fight or something like that for for going in an area and getting mad at somebody crossed up your line or tangled with you on the real end or in some way shape or form affected your fishing because if you don't want those things to happen if you don't want to be put forth with with those things in those situations happening to you then just go somewhere else yeah there yeah. usually is somewhere else you can go on the river you better if you show up to those crowded areas you better have a reasonable amount of patience exactly <laughs> you know what i mean you got to work together and you know, go to make friends yeah i mean you don't go there to be by yourself and kind of you know be grumpy you know if you just got an argument with the old lady and grab your dog and head out you don't go to the hatchery <laughs> spot you know what i mean or old man whatever whatever you're into out there but but josh Dang say you're gonna go bank building, fishing i know you yeah. know what when does somebody like cross your line like i know you like I know you. What's your most ridiculous slighted story? Or whatever. Ridiculous slighted story. I don't personally get into those situations because I'm not that guy that goes down to the cork line or the hatchery hole. I stay away. Anywhere. <laughs> no one's jilted you in the Northwest ever. No, not really that bad. But I think you put yourself in those situations too mm-hmm. to be jilted by somebody else because you're fishing around a bunch of people, and I don't put myself. In well, those I guess what you think is. As someone jilting you versus yeah. somebody else, it could be two I don't different even know things what jilting too. means. Like jilting, like <laughs> yeah, this is the word we just made. Jilted. <laughs> just I'm gonna just do that all night. Irritated. Let's start making stuff up. No, it's like even like so. Last weekend, maybe last weekend. I think it was last weekend. I don't know now, but I was fishing, bobber fishing, and I was kind of holding up the hole. I guess we were just fishing one spot. A drift boat came through, and the dude, like you could tell, the dude was pissed, but. I was like, I gave him the thumbs up, like, go ahead, because he was running plugs. Just run plugs through the hole, dude. I don't care. I help you. Well, so why was he pissed? I think he was pissed because he came around the corner. And we and were, saw you. And we yeah. were in the yeah. hole. Oh. I mean, he well, wasn't mad at me. You were there but, first. Yeah. But I gave him the thumbs up to go ahead, and he did. That was an awfully nice of you. Yeah, because I don't care. I'd like to see somebody's plug rod fold. So exactly. that's where Jordan's point of just having a good attitude about it, like, you're out there fishing. Or some guys on the bank wouldn't. I would rather see somebody else catch a fish, not more than I'd see myself catch a fish. Of course. It wouldn't make me happier, but <laughs> it was a slow day, and I wanted the dude to run plugs through the hole. Might have, again, so, might I have mean, literally helped you yeah. at some point. Or you're not just one of those guys good, that thinks that if the drift boat or the raft goes no, over the hole, it spooks over. every fish off, you might as well just go home and just game over. put the rod in the rack. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's fishing through is a big thing, uh, especially you know on some of the, the more crowded boat rivers we've been on over the last few weeks. There's people, you know, you have six boats out there that are solid side drifting or bobber dogging. And then there's the one dude that's going to go up and drop anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hate anchor. him for dropping anchor. It's inconvenient. But do not get mad if I fish to your anchor line and 
to the very end of your of your lines. Yeah. Like you are in your spot. That's where you're gonna fish. But if I drift by and I catch one on top of your like with my my kicker almost hitting your anchor line, sorry, you can't cast up there. You're not fishing there. You're fishing right there. So you've given up. But you know, and but so those people and they all had good attitudes. Never had anything bad happen. But and that was such a great thing to see as far as etiquette because they knew that's what they were doing. They were fully compliant. You know. They were fully aware of how they were fishing, and they were cool with people fishing around them. Yeah. And I think more more people out there on some like coastal rivers and stuff where people get really tight wads, you know, like yeah. where they need more people like you that are like, no, please go, you know, fish through it really quick. You might pick one up, but you know what? You might move them around to where we catch three more once you're gone. Yeah. You know. But I think there's definitely that's a big one for me there, too. But there's also a big piece to that, like when that drift boat came through the whole like you guys also communicated. And like, you exactly. know, you see a lot of these, you see a lot of these situations come up where someone thinks they have like the right to a hole or they own a hole. Generally it's he who's there first, but you know, there's, there are times where like the sleds have to cross paths with the drift boats and the drift boats have to cross paths. I mean, there are those times. And like you said, what you, what you did, you know, just like you said, having that little bit of communication, you know, waving the guy through, giving him a thumbs up, pointing yeah. at the water, you know, something like that to at least kind of get you and that other person on the same page when you do come across each other's paths. I mean, that helps out immensely. And actually that communication probably can help resolve situations more than anything else. And that's probably the least thing that yeah. happens sometimes though, too. Even just coming down on somebody that is fishing a hole and you ask them like, Hey, do you mind if I fish here? Or do you mind if I fish above you or yeah. whatever? Just communicating with people is the most important part. I would rather have them say no. Then throw yeah. a fit no? that I did. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you're right. And then like, what, no, and then, this guy's never be... caught one. I really want yeah. him to get a couple more cats. Great, dude. High five on your way. Great, I don't and care. Great. And, yeah. and you're anyways. a confident enough fisherman. You're just going to go right to the next one and catch me. Yeah. Fish anyways. You know, it's funny because, like, I find it really funny, like, when you see a bank angler, and, like, we're talking some small coastal, mm -hmm. you know, stream stuff, and you row right next to them with the raft. And they That's look at you like, like, what the hell are you doing? Or when the drift boat's, like, anchored on the side, and you want to just, like, brush their oar and uh, uh, sometimes you get the funniest looks like guys are like you got the whole the river don't you and i'm like well and i'm like hey, I'm, trying I'm, just, hey, I'm, nice. just, I'm trying to make it and i'll have i just learned over the years like you just as i'm going next to somebody i'm like to stay off your water, bud. i'm like hey i'm just doing what i can to stay off your water don't mind me and i you know make a little joke of it and just go right next to him and like half the people they know what you're doing but there's a percentage of people well, out i think there you're that kind don't. of damned if you do damned if you don't so you might well, well i think once you, you tell well them that but once you communicate that yeah. then they're like oh okay yeah, this guy's trying to be cool and yeah. not just be a dope and not run into me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but communication is like, that's a huge the only people i've ever had to do that mostly the most i've had boats do it but we're fly fishing <laughs> like they're the worst i, I was mean trying i was trying not to <laughs> float over your water well, yeah, everything's their water. Like right Don't you know that if they know, hold the like, fly rod, that ooh. everything is their water? Yeah. Like, well, that brings up a good allowed. point. <laughs> oh, God. Bank, Here we go. Bank versus boat. We, <laughs> we talk about this one a lot. Um, and after fishing a river that you and I fished for, you know, a couple of weeks here recently, and mm -hmm. see, there's a lot of bank fishermen mm -hmm. in a giant river. But a lot of the times, they end up being right in the best part of the hole. Yeah. And they're just camped out on it. And... Uh, Again, never had any bad any bad situations happen. Never, never gotten any kind of you know argument with anybody or anything. But I could see the tension at times where if the wrong people were on the bank and the wrong people were in the boat, you'd have some big blowups. What these guys that are you know plunking or casting into this one pocket, 
and you come in your boat and you're holding on on with your kicker motor or on your electric and you're fishing the spot right there in front of them and having them say like hey you know you get you don't have the whole river to go fish and i think this one going oh, back and forth for a long time because it's like you <laughs> know dude you are pinned up on you're fishing I mean, this one rock all day i'm fishing through you know that's your right as a, as a boat guy to fish the whole river you don't have to blow up the dude's spot but then i know like if we talk about this in the live feed and we hear the comments or you guys are commenting here like there'd be a lot of people be like no no you're wrong you're wrong it's that like, that know? depends on if you're on the bay because like yeah yeah you know fishing through is one thing you know like there's going to be situations where you have to fish or travel through safely you know like you're just going to have those interactions um but man listening to a bank angler well you have a boat you have the whole river to fish and it's like well you got feet <laughs> you yeah, got you yeah, can go exactly. fish that's like telling a bank angler to fish i don't really buy buy too much that that, that doesn't go too far with me um but if that bank angler is there first and you're moving that boat through that area and you know it makes it a little more tougher on you mm-hmm. you know i mean I, I definitely wouldn't like drop i mean would you I mean to case right. case in point you got some bank anglers right there would you go and just throw your anchor five feet off the bank right in front of them no probably not so you got to think like there is a line there like what you probably should do and could do and but i always feel bad because like in these certain cases you guys are plunking with like triple mm-hmm. setups i literally went like 20 feet past their rod and dropped in and started hooking fish but they're waiting for the fish to come up i'm picking them off before they get there and like yeah, i can see where the what's conflict the difference could be what, yeah, but i'm like well don't sit here in the best part of the hole then and fish yeah. a stationary method you're picking off thinking, fish you know. 100 feet below them but you're gonna the pick difference? them off a half mile below exactly. them too so what's the difference <laughs> right, right right there's a little bit of that i mean you gotta you always have to leave the room below the person to effectively fish how they're fishing right. right you know i mean if you have a 200 yard bobber run you know you don't for the most part unless it's like one of those kind of known to be crowd like let's say you're up hiking the mountain somewhere and there's a 200 yard run and you don't generally shoulder up to somebody right there in that spot but if you're at a hatchery cork line and you're like the second guy there in the morning you, yeah you might you know what i mean so right. when the whole wind it's common thing. sense for sure i think we can all agree that on is 100 what etiquette is it's just common sense Common sense, communication. And communication, more than anything else. Losing that in this world. Yeah. It's actually not been as bad as I remember. Like, people are pretty People are not as aggressive right? anymore. And I'm, Ooh, I'm well, you can not going to put too much credit. I was going to say. I was going to put. Yeah, because then they get on social media and bad mouth. Because well, then, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're a boat or you're a guide and you like jilt somebody, Ooh, you're going to hear about it. Like, you know, you're going to hear about gonna it. I'm going to drop that first in the line. You're going to, you're going to hear, you're going to, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, yeah, there's a little bit of like kind of a self-regulation out there now about people doing dick moves. You know mm-hmm. I mean? You can't, I don't know. You get, you get well known real quick if yeah. you're that guy yeah, or that guy. as I was yeah. once told. Everybody can stick a camera in your face. Or call you you out on social media, which (laughs) is what happens. Yeah, that is too. But what about what about like talking about like safe passage stuff? You know, I mean, you 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 probably encounter that a lot. Where like there's sometimes you know like you know if you're on the bank and a boat goes through the hole and you think, oh damn, they went right over my fish or right over my water. But you know sometimes those runs above. You know, like those rapids and those runs that you got to move through, whether you're sledding or not, you have to you, you have to make those moves. Um, a couple of days ago, you know, or 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 sleds and drift boats. A couple of days ago, before they brought the water up, um, you know, I was looking up uh, at that spot where you got spooled today, mm-hmm. and there was a boat anchored there, and I wanted to go up past him, and literally instead of me just roaring past him, he was anchored, and the water was like just inches deep. 
I wanted to pass him, but I did, I, I'd have to take a little bit of a shot to get up over. And I actually had to idle up to him. And the guy knew exactly what I was doing. Um, in fact, as I got closer to him, he's like, no, I know, just blow through, blow through. And so I backed off him, took my running start because sleds have to take running starts to stop and you know slow down. At least mine does. <laughs> and uh, I blew right by him, but I only ran maybe two feet away from him because he was anchored right in the slot. He kind of knew it. But I wanted to make sure that he knew that, and he did. Mm. But if that was a new angler, or if that was somebody who maybe was new to fish in the river, you know, he might look at me idling up down below and just be like, what the hell is this guy doing? Well, if I didn't communicate that, I just shot by him. Oh, I'd probably get ripped to shreds that night or mm. get a talking to at the ramp. You know what I mean? Like you're, so like I said, that, that communication aspect is just so huge, especially in, in situations where like people have to make certain moves. Yeah. Well, I feel like it has grown a little bit in, in with time over the last, what, 10, 15 years, maybe. Um, where people are starting to understand etiquette a lot more if you do fish. But I think like these this podcast and the I think tonight will be most beneficial for the new angler because I hear it so many times like, oh, yeah, this guy, oh, this guy over here on this river, you know, I don't like him. He floated right up and just started fishing right in the same hole we were and floated right over. I'm like, and I'm thinking of the spot that they were fishing. I know the, the situation. I know that I've been there a hundred times. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'll even tell them, I'm like, ah, he's probably, I know that guy, he's a really cool dude. He probably was just making a necessary move, and you didn't understand. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing with anybody who doesn't yeah. have good river etiquette nowadays, are either one, just jerks, or two, they're people that just don't quite understand why something is happening in front of them the way it is. So, um, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, I think it's like the easiest way to go. You're still fishing, so what's yeah. there to be mad about? Still fishing. Yeah, I remember two years ago three years ago summertime flows i came up this braid and it's like the only braid that i can move and there was a, and another there was a buddy of mine and he was anchored in his drift boat but he was around a blind corner and i came up the river and man when i came around the corner it was like oh i'm in that situation where i cannot stop but i have to safely go right next to him and i kind of shot by him he gave me the look like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I got up above him and, uh, and he texted me, he goes, that was close, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, I know, but you know, what was I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I had no other option. And, uh, and I think he's just, and then I, I, you know, and I talked to him on the phone and, and I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, I go, when I can't, when you got to realize like where you're at, where boats come around that corner, they're not going to see you. And you just you have to reasonably expect like the next boat that's coming up river is going to do the same thing, and the next boat behind him is going to do the same thing, and the next boat behind him is going to do the same thing. So there is like a certain level of like like you said like education and uh, kind of being more familiar with your areas. You know, maybe if you're on the river and it's a busy traffic day, you know, you might want to kind of pay attention to where those boats are running, seeing some stuff like that. There was another inter another interaction between a I'll just say a non-local guide that was drifting said river and he was in a very like very bad spot and a very local known guide went by him in in the kind of the same situation like came around the corner had to commit no stopping or else he would ground out and uh that the other non-local guy <laughs> went online and just tried to rip him and he got pounded into the sand because his perception was different but he didn't know mm -hmm. which was i thought kind of hilarious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so you know you gotta you gotta realize you know what people are doing you gotta realize you might want to have a little familiarity when in rome do as the romans 
other than that, I can't really say <laughs> too much more about that other than when the water's low, be ready for it. That. <laughs> um, so to kind of close it all up, what's uh, bank to bank? So now we're straying all away from uh, bank versus boat. Bank versus bank. What is a reasonable on a mid-sized tributary? What's a reasonable distance to walk up to the river and start below somebody? Depends on the hole. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if it's like a real tight fishing spot, you might be shoulder to shoulder. Like, I mean, look at those guys that are crawling down the cliffs. I mean, they ain't going anywhere else except for right next to them. <laughs> but the other thing is, too, is also if you have a run and you're fishing below a guy like 50 yards and you hook a fish and then he gets mad and then he moves down towards you. And then you go above him 50 yards and then you hook another fish. And then he starts screaming at you because you hooked fish above him. Right, Marlon? <laughs> <laughs> And you hook, and you go above him fifty yards, and you hook a bunch of fish above him, and then he gets mad at you for that. Oh, yeah. that that's a little unacceptable. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, there's you know, got to play nice, I guess. Yeah. So that guy was a little out of bounds, and right. like I said, I mean, you know, depending on the hole, you're gonna want to be. Sometimes you're shoulder to shoulder, sometimes you're not, and and like I said, if you're the second one of the hole, you might want to ask. You know that never hurt. Like, hey, might have I fished by you? You know, I just hiked. A, I just hiked two miles. <laughs> you know, you said at the very beginning. Just communication. Yeah. All you got to do, especially in a spot like a hiking spot that can hold more than one. You go down, you walk up to the guy, you say, hey, how's it going? You getting them. You mind if I step in the tail out? That guy fully was there first, fully has the right to be like, no, I kind of started up here in the crap water. I really want to hit that tail out first. You can start right here if you want. Crisis averted. Ten times out of ten. You know? than just rolling up to the hole, plopping one in and going to your favorite spot, pissed. going to your favorite <laughs> leaning tree, putting your backpack down and casting, you know, where we all know it's a good spot. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a fine line, but it's just the open ended communication will save. And that, and, and that open ended communication gets you out of like all these like cardinal or not cardinal rules, but like just all these like, you know, things that you there's there's no set rule. Like, you know what I mean? They're really like, you know, when you ask that question, like every how close different. I mean, yeah, every spot, size every of the river size of the run, it's all different. So how many people are there that day yeah. versus other days? You know, I mean, we're no and we're by no means experts on this. And we don't have like, you know, like I said, the, the rules, like we don't have the rule book, the Ten Commandments of, of river That's etiquette. Because I think it changes a little bit, you know, depending on yeah. all those situations. But you definitely don't, uh, you know, like I said, we don't know it all, but. I guess if you communicate, it helps a lot. Yeah, no, and let that be said, everybody listening here, you know, we're we're not the rule makers out here. We're not the the gods of river etiquette, but uh, just so you all know, it's just this is this is some of our experience. This is the, our opinion on stuff, and for people who fish a lot, this is what we think is is uh, yeah, this is what we think is right and and is proper and is important when you get out there on the water and are around other fishermen. So. As Jordan put it, we're not the experts. We're just having a conversation about etiquette, kind of, you know, get the conversation started, get people to start making the right moves and communicate on the river. And hopefully you don't have to run into any of the issues. Yeah. yeah. And if by, by chance I go by you and someone doesn't communicate with you, like, or they don't wave at you, it's not because I'm or Jordan Unless it's or Karen. Marlon's being, a, being an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because we didn't see you. <laughs> that's another perception that kind of gets thrown around there a little bit it's like dude we, I, it was raining really hard i didn't see you wave sorry <laughs> but <laughs> in my eyes. more bug in my eye yeah 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Addicted Podcast. Again, a huge thanks to our sponsor, Nick Wax. You guys need to get yourself dry before the rain starts. Get on it. Uh, and thank you, boys, for having a great conversation here. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thank you.